When people tell me what to do it can go a lot of different ways. Not all bosses are evil in this world. It's just different people have a different way of asking something of someone. The boss at my temp job, probably I'll be there another seven months, I am convinced is working from home due to her own strange methods and constructions. She has a child, an underlying health condition, and lost her father I would say four months ago. I haven't seen her since before Christmas, it's February 1st tomorrow. We have a group me app at my job so she has been sending messages about things that have gone wrong at where I work since she has left, but she has not been to the place I have worked for about a month. It feels like she's that man behind the curtains from the Wizard of Oz. When people send a data text type message the tone is sort of colored in with the reader's subjective perception depending on the context. You just assume they say it in a mean tone, because that's the context that they are angry. It makes us not like her more. Do I like her? Yes, but not so much as our manager. I just think she's somewhere else and that being here and being with us is an inconvenience for her. I feel that she's got to a point where she's transformed her position into one where she doesn't have to physically be there for work, but enjoys the rewards the benefits of the job, avoiding all personal risk. So when it does happen to her from her own superior, it has to result from the team's end. And it's frustrating. Like, I'll be fine more or less without this job. This, children, is why saving and long-term investing is of paramount importance. It gives one options. It lets you be flexible and it gives you the option of walking away from a bullshit partner or employer. It lets you ask the question do I really need to fucking be here? If you answer no, then you can just look for another job. I don't know if many people get that about money how it can buy you freedom. It's become this vice of power. We use it to express ourselves and to maybe late at night give us this illusion that we're up top and others are below and breathe a sigh of relief that we are not them, not now and not anymore. It's weird man. I'm usually careful for what I say because what if I am some kind of hypocrite? This is why it's better to keep quiet, as to not run into a state of contradicting yourself. One who does not speak is an honest being. But I think it's okay to say the world should be one way and live it out another because after all we are human. I just feel like the world is going in a very scary direction and from a myriad of different sources. Technology, the rise or the corporate stronghold over the individual, and the role of government and social media into our personal lives, culture, and human peish. It limits us, or at the very least encases us in this bubble web cocoon of who our people are, who our enemies are, what they value. Its focus is on tribalism and the burden that is everyone else, which has no doubt proven to be deceptively safe, and tragically dangerous. It steers us into the direction of how can we construct a visual form that may or may not alter the perception the Otaire has about us, be it our peers, co-workers, friends, family and society at large. I am a millennial and frankly, we've all become sellouts. We claim to value experiences over things, yet we're practically glued to our phones. We in turn commodify our experiences into virtual capital likes mainly, in order to give us a sense of validation but more so relief. An illusion that tells us yes, you belong. Someone like your post, your opinion and thus you are valued, you are heard, liked and loved but it's never enough because that model is a quantity model and not a quality model. And anyway, social media is primarily a tool that benefits corporations, not individuals. It is in fact detrimental to the individual in several ways. I don't have social media. Whether or not you have one, you will pay a price for the choice you make. When you no longer have one, your brain changes. 
You don't produce thoughts and format them into a social media platform and wonder if others will approve. You write something for the pure reason of expressing how you feel about something. When you don't care if people like it or not, your mind is more open and expansive. You are more free in that sense. I lost a lot of people by leaving behind social media. I lost past co-workers, old high school classmates, college classmates, and the people I worked with before my job closed down. I could have built relationships with acquaintances and maybe even have dated someone. But I reckon for me it was worth it. I do worry about what others think of me, but I think for the most part it's in a simple form. We all worry about what others think of us because we are human, but I don't think, if you are over the age of 19, that it should impact the way you live your life and the decisions you make. The more control you desire, ultimately the less you possess. I am learning, through the relentless changes due to COVID and saving so much, I just have to say, let go let God, I have savings, I'll be okay. There are so many terrible things that can happen that I can focus on. Instead I can focus on all of the wonderful things that can happen. The silly part is you can choose what to focus on. I believe we focus on the terrible things because we are designed to take note of dangers in our environment, and prepare and defend. But the lions need only to defend when the threat is there. The immune system only fights a disease that is really there. But the reality is that the human mind is extraordinarily powerful and imaginative. We can construct threats in our mind and they become real-like. And our bodies will physiologically react to those constructed threats as if they were in fact real. This has so many implications in a society where information is constantly disseminated to, and incessantly sought out by, the digital consumer. When the threat is there, your body and brain will figure out to do. If my boss keeps sending us these messages that sounds like threats, I will merely dodge them, and cross the bridge of my termination when I get there. I can really focus on my own behavior and just focus my job when I am there, and as cliche as it sounds, do my best. And if my best isn't good enough then I don't belong there, I suppose. But either way, fuck it. I don't need this job. Part of me wants to quit, sell all my investments, and buy furniture for my studio. Why not? I'm a lucky bastard, man. It's scary to think about what you could lose only when you have so much. When you have nothing, it is at this point where all you can do is obtain. When you have it all, it is inevitable you will lose something. I want this to give me peace and continue to practice gratitude, not out of fear but out of humility to God and from a genuine heart. We may not like to give because the mind realizes that giving something means losing something. But ultimately, if and when we give, someone receives so it really doesn't matter. If we are all one, then is not losing winning?